0: Yeah, if you've uh, ever had to watch another team celebrate on the Miller Park Diamond, it's not an easy thing to watch. For a lot of folks, that was the first time. Whatever the case, it was a great ride that the Milwaukee Brewers gave us this 2018 season. There for virtually every pitch along the way was the Journal Sentinel's Brewers beat writer. Tom Hardricorder joins us one more time on Brewers 360. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. So I'll ask you what I asked Matt Pauley about an hour ago. Did the best team win?
1: Um i say I wrote the entire series those teams were as evenly matched as could be. So you have to say the team that you won know, four teams played the best. So um but you uh, yeah, I'm sure the Brewers will play the woulda coulda shoulda game about you know, maybe not game seven, which uh you know, they fell out of a little bit earlier, but some of those other games they thought they could win. So I have a scout I wrote uh earlier in the week that a scout told me after four games the Brewers should have been in the World Series, they should have won all four. So I'll ask you the same question I asked Matt Pauley an hour ago, uh, like Gene. Um, what, what's the biggest question mark going into this off season for the Brewers in your mind? Uh, what they do with their infield. You know, I think the outfield is going to remain mostly unchanged. Um, not sure about the catching either, but the uh, the infield. You know, especially third base, second base. Once they got Mike Moustakis, uh at the end of July, they mostly played Shaw at second base. And particularly after Jonathan Scope didn't do anything at second base, he stopped playing most of the time. So are they going to put Shaw back at third um, and let Mustakas go, or are they going to try to keep Mustakas and do something else with Shaw? Um, I just think the infield's going to – it looks like Arcia has reestablished himself as a shortstop, which is what they wanted all along. You know, Aguilar, if he's going to be the first baseman, they're going to have to do something with Thames too. So – Just what they do with the infield, I think, is going to be fascinating because there's a lot of different ways they could go with it.
0: We're live at the Journal Sentinel's Tom Harder, Court Brewers 360 on WTMJ. And says all the right things about staying, liking the clubhouse, liking being here, and all that kind of stuff. But um, realistically, is he going to stay? Or if he gets a bigger deal somewhere else, he's probably going to go. There's, There's no hometown discount anymore, is there?
1: No. Free agents always tell you they want to stay until they're offered more elsewhere than see you you know that's kind of the way that that thing works yeah. but um he did like it here and i do think they like him um but can you make it all work financially you know the thing that um we we should not lose sight of in this final four is you know you had some 200 million dollar payrolls and 160 million dollar payroll and they had a 90 million dollar payroll the brewers they were they were the outlier in terms of what they can spend on talent, and so it shows you how smart they were with the moves they made and how much they, how much bang they got for their buck. But they're never—I mean, the Dodgers. You know, I, there's some people in the baseball world uh, talk to that say the Dodgers should be ashamed of themselves to have twice the payroll as the Brewers and almost lose to them. You know, so um, that's one way you can look at it. I mean, talent usually wins out, but and and the top payroll teams don't always win. But look at the two teams that are in the playoffs this year. Boston has the top payroll and I think the Dodgers are third. So it's hard to keep those big money teams out of the World Series. Teams like the Brewers break through and get into the playoffs but it's hard for them to keep advancing and make it to the World Series. There's just so many layers of playoffs now. You look at the Jonathan Scope trade and I think the Brewers had hoped that that would be the, the move that would solidify their second base position and it just never worked out. Why didn't right. he work out here? What what happened? First you know, maybe it was the first trade syndrome, first time he'd been traded. You know, personally I think he got off to a bad start and then started pressing. You know, you wanna you wanna make it look like uh, they made a good trade. You start pressing. The thing that was interesting to me is this guy's a power hitting second baseman and he showed none of that. Um the few times they they gave him a bats in the playoffs, he just you know, couldn't even get the ball out of the infield. So he obviously got out of whack at the plate and could not find it again. So now, you know, he, he has another year of control. Do you, do you give him another chance to come around? This guy hit 35 home runs two years ago. But, you know, they have their top prospect, Keston Hira, coming fast. He's in the Arizona Fall League right now tearing it up, and everywhere he's gone he's hit. I don't think he's that far from the major leagues. Is it a push to say he could make it in spring training? That, that might be a push. But he might be ready sometime next year for the big leagues. And so they just have to decide who's going to be the caretaker at second base until Hira gets here because he looks has all the makings of a hitting prodigy.
0: We're live with the Journal Sentinels. Tom Hyder Court, Brewers 360 on WTMJ. It was fascinating to hear all the old school baseball people harumphing about how Craig Council was handling his pitching during the course of September. And then, of course, as the playoffs ground on, has Milwaukee changed the way some teams will approach September in the postseason with, with the way they, they bullpened and, and, uh, treated their, their pitchers as outgetters? Or is this a triumph of the old school way of doing things with the Dodgers emerging victorious?
1: Well, I think teams are going to take a look at it. And, and, but first of all, Gene, your personnel has to fit that mode. Their bullpen was better than their rotation at the end of the year. And, you know, guys got hurt, guys became ineffective. Their bullpen was just way better than their rotation, and so that's what they went with. They smartly went um, dependent on their team strength. So it depends on circumstances of your own personnel and kind of how the playoffs shake out. But I think we can safely say. Um, the pitching was not the Brewers' problem against the Dodgers. Do you guys know what the cumulative score of the NLCS was? No. Brewers 24, Dodgers
0: 23. Wow. Uh, Makes even. not
1: that make you even sicker? I just made you thanks, say. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Stuff just came up the back of my throat, Tom. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, yes. evacuate to the vomitorium <laughs> immediately.
0: That, as you do that, I've been feeling since Saturday night, it almost gone away. Well, Tom, it's been a great season. Thank you so much for everything you gave us. Every every Monday was a treat. Uh, good times and bad. We always learn something. And we'll do it again next year, I hope.
1: I hope so, too. You guys have a good one.